Blog Talk Radio. www.theclowntimes.net and you can also holler at me on Facebook uh, my um, fan page or, or, or what have you I've been killing it lately with some Tom Brady deflategate memes and everything else and including a one special shout out to the Kansas State marching band for what they did in the halftime uh, ceremony uh, uh, this past weekend if you don't know better check it out but anyway you do a search for the Clown Times, and it's, again, that's Clown Spell with K. You'll be able to find all that good stuff there as well. And last but not least, your boys on Twitter, check me out at K L O W N C H Y L O D underscore nineteen oh six, and you'll be able to find me at, as, there as well. That's that's typically what happens if your Twitter name is pretty complicated. But at any rate. With the NFL season upon us, the 2015 NFL season, I'm excited. I'm stoked, all that good stuff, even though my Steelers are going to get the hell beat out of them uh, tomorrow night. More on that in a moment. I'm going to preview the 2015 NFL season with my main man. Y'all know him from the yard slash HBCU Sports. You can also find him on Sleazy Network Radio. Uh, give it up for my man, Dwayne Nash. Brother man, Rogan, what's happening? Scott, what's going on? You tell me, brother. I am excited. I am stoked. The NFL season is here. It was. It was. It was. It, it like like it was good enough that college football came back to us uh, this past. Actually, this this past Thursday started this past Thursday. But man, couple that with the NFL season, life is good, brother. Man, life is good. You know, I'm. This is the first year. I don't think I've ever. It, it, it seems so lackluster, the, the, the season starting. I guess it's because I know that my team is going to be bad. It, it's, it just <laughs> looks so dreadful coming before the, the season even starts. So if there's a surprise this year, that'll be fantastic. But, I, oh, my God, I can't remember a time, with the exception of maybe the first year I moved to Charleston, South Carolina, knowing that I uh-huh. would not be able to see Redskin games while I was there that first year, that, you know, I felt this way. This is, I don't know how I feel. How you feel weird. kind of way, as we say? Yes, I do. It's real weird. And since you brought it up, my God, that Kansas State band thing, 
U.S. USS Enterprise? Are you kidding me? And why is it flying in the Jayhawks' mouth? Exactly. It was, you know, we, we all know what it was. Like my wife tried to say that, you know, just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because she's seeing the uh-huh. diagram, she's seeing on social media what it's supposed to be. But I'm like, come on. They knew what they were doing. That's why I said, well played, K State. Well played. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. If that's the way to get at your rival, that's the way to get at your rival. So well freaking played. But <laughs> on the on the week in which they weren't playing them, that's another thing that leads me to believe it was what everyone believes it to be. Because if it was we don't know. what they said it was, maybe they should have waited to do it the week that they actually played against Kansas. I, I don't think right. that would have excused the pun flown over too well had the Jayhawks actually been <laughs> been there that, Dude, that whole going. game. We could spend a whole segment on K-State's band alone. Again, I love uh, it. I didn't say anything wrong with it. Screw the Big 12 again. The pennies up in a bunch, but that's not a hit on there. At any rate, we're going to do it, man. Like we did the previous years, we're going to go through division by division, see who won right. the division, and all the good stuff. We'll get a little analysis, if you like, as well as maybe a surprise team here and there. And, of course, it's going to win the big cheese. It's going to win the chip this year, so um, before, like, uh, if so, without further ado, rather, let's get started with the AFC East. Um, mm. Of course, this is new until further notice. This is New England's division. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So basically, I have New England win the division, bro, and I have the Miami Dolphins con- contending for a wild card spot in second place, mm. followed by the Buffalo Bills and those will be gone. New York Jets. What say you? I actually have it slightly different. Um, okay. Where, of course, New England, I, I do have uh, winning the division. The thing is, I had them winning the division with or without Tom Brady being suspended. Same here. Uh, Same here. You know, for the four games. The thing that I found funny was the fact that everyone, not everyone, but there were a lot of people who had – you know, New England on the ropes without Tom Brady. And I was like, yeah, let's go back to the last time that New England did not have Tom Brady. Let's go back to when the, before – I was like, okay, can we think about the last time New England didn't have Tom Brady? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was before that. No, it wasn't before they drafted him. It was about maybe five years ago when they had Matt Castle come in and lead the team to an 11-5 and record. It wasn't that long ago. So – this team is capable of winning with or without Tom Brady. Uh, it's more uh, Belichick. But, I mean, of course, Tom Brady is, is, is a great luxury to have as well. Exactly. And, plus, this is, how I look, this is how I look at it too, man. I would say this. The rest of the division, the, for the first time in recent years, in recent memory, has gotten a lot mm-hmm. better. I mean, yes. Buffalo and the Jets are hell of fight on defense. Just mm-hmm. totally hell of fight. In Buffalo, if Tyler Taylor can give them a little something, oh, my goodness. That's how good their defense is. And as well as, um, well, well, let's just skip the Jets for a minute, but to, to Miami. Um, Miami has a good defense as well. I think that the, the addition of, of the Dominican Sioux has, would do wonders for the run defense. They already have a very mm-hmm. good secondary. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of what will Tannehill get. Tannehill got the big money for some god-awful reason, but it's a time for Tannehill to put up or shut up. 
This is his, I think, his fifth year, maybe fourth or fifth year, and fourth. he has to give them something. Oh, it's fourth. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, his fourth year. So if he gives them something, they could contend easily for a wild card spot. As far as the Jets mm-hmm. go, I like that. De- I love the defense. Excuse me, I love the defense. I just hate that offense. <laughs> you and me both. Pitch. I mean, so that's they they seven nine written all over them this year. So. Uh, <laughs> that's my view. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna agree with him yet. Uh, okay. it, it, I, I just thought it was a, a, a nice way to go out there on a limb. Uh, heard just last night, um, Kurt Warner say that this will be the first time that a division as a whole yeah. does not have a team under 500 in it. And he was talking about the AFC mm. East. He, he truly believes that Whoa. every team in this division will win at least nine games. Don't know how that's wow. mathematically possible, but I just find that to be extremely dynamic. And in my personal opinion, I think it's possible. Well, I don't think it's possible, but I think all four teams in this division are good enough yes. to win eight games plus. The thing mm-hmm. I was I was I actually had it originally: New England, Miami, Buffalo, and the Jets. I think I'm going mm-hmm. to switch spots with Buffalo and my and Miami because of what? the fact that I yes because of Buffalo's defense. <laughs> Buffalo's defense, okay. uh, even though I'm a little little shaky on Lashawn McCoy in terms of his health, I want to see right. whether or not he'll be able to tote the load. That or or if it's not him, who's going to be there to to kind of be. Uh, uh, his number two, because you know Rex Ryan is going to want to run, run the rock a lot. And with them getting of rid of Fred Jackson, you know, I, right. I'm thinking that may be a problem. A very, mm-hmm. very dumb move. <laughs> very dumb but, move. Or, unless he likes that, that young guy. I can't remember what his name is. Unless he just happens to like that young guy a little bit more than he likes Fred Jackson. So, right. you know, maybe Rex knows something that we don't know, but we'll see. And then, of course, you know, you have the running threat of a Tyron Taylor. So, and then, of course, you got Sammy Watkins out there on the outside as well. So, I, I, I'm giving them the slight edge over Miami. I'm I'm thinking they both will probably have the same record, but I'm going to give mm-hmm. them a tiebreaker to Buffalo. I have Miami at 10-6 and six and Buffalo at 9-7. So, we're not that far apart. I think mm-hmm. Buffalo will be a lot better this year. I think that it's possible, to your point, that they that Miami and Buffalo may end up switching spots. I'll just say this. Miami's first six games, I believe, are all but cupcakes for, for – or all cupcakes except for one game, rather. And because they start with Washington, for Christ's sake. They're, they should move on to a victory there. But and hey, so we're not going to talk about that, that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Miracles happen every day. The sun shines on the dog's ass. At least once. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping on a sunny day here oh, in, in, in Landover something interesting happens. Right. I feel you, man. But, but seriously, though, Miami, the schedule guys said Miami's the one the first few weeks of the season. So if they yes. don't get off to a good start, Philbin's gone. I don't, I don't care the thing what is this. says. Philbin should be gone. I, I, I feel as though if they don't go 6-1, and one, a matter of fact, I think it's a travesty if they go 6-1. and one. And because the, the the last five games of the schedule for them are going to be extremely tough, 
because I think they right. have uh, New England and, and a bunch of other tough teams on the road. Baltimore, so, yeah, if they, they can't get off to a 7-0 and start, you might as well go ahead and kiss uh, playoffs goodbye. And, and as my co-host coach says, you know, if, if Philbin doesn't make the playoffs this year, he believes he's done as well. No, he should be done. He should be done. He should, he should be done after last year, but I guess that's not, you know, there. We can't do anything about that now. So let's move on to the AFC North. Um, mm-hmm. to, and, and as you know, as much as I love and respect Kurt Warner, I think he's a future Hall of Famer and all that good stuff. I, what, 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 like, while I agree that the AFC East will be a lot tougher this year, I still think mm-hmm. the nod to the best division football goes to AFC North. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm biased, but just yeah, like you, you got Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and even Cleveland started off seven and four last year for Christ's sake. Be yeah. like, like before they fell down the stretch. So here's how I have it. I got Baltimore. Like three of the four teams are going to make the playoffs again. By the way, that's my spoiler. Wow. That's my spoiler alert. But but I but I Baltimore. Even though the top three teams in the division have a lot of question marks, I think Baltimore has the fewest. So mm-hmm. until Baltimore gets rid of Terrell Suggs and some other styles of defense, they're going to win the division again. They have a third place schedule, which works in their favor. Uh, mm-hmm. Since they were 60 last year, came in third, and like I said, they got the most talent coming back, and they had the field question marks, which leaves Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. I had to toy with this for a little bit because Pittsburgh has one of the best offenses in the league and the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league. I hadn't <laughs> said that in many, I hadn't said that in, in many, 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 many years about the Steelers. Normally, their defense first, but the defense is so bad, you and I and Nine random dudes on the street could score thirty on them. That's how bad they are. So, so, so I, on the strength of that alone, I was going to give the edge to Cincinnati, but Cincinnati needs a heart transplant in the worst way uh, <laughs> because they have the most talent every year. They're the most talented team in the division, brother. And for some mm-hmm. reason, when the when it counts, they fold like a cheap tent. I mean, it's just amazing to me. So those cats need a heart transplant in the worst way. But for now, I'm still going to go Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I was I was toying with putting uh, I was toying with putting Miami in there, but I'm still on the fence about Miami as well. So mm-hmm. hence Pittsburgh and Cincinnati finishing with identical ten and six records, and uh, Baltimore finishing at eleven and five, and Cleveland and poor Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> They're going to go seven and nine, and uh, but they should be better. They have a better defense. They got the best defense in the division, in my opinion. But the mm-hmm. offense is quite offensive. So there. they're almost like the version of the New York Jets. So uh, that's how I see things. I got actually, I, I actually I have right now. I've reserved the right to change my mind about Cincinnati and Pittsburgh as far as the placing. But right now I have them both finishing tied for second with Cincinnati getting the slight edge now. Now mm-hmm. I kind of talk, I kind of talk, talk myself into getting Cincinnati's line edge <laughs> over the Steelers, but that's how I have things shaken out. Now I, I'm actually agreeing with you in the exact same order, but I don't have Cincinnati making the playoffs. Um, mm. it, it, it's kind of weird that defense has progressively been getting worse statistically with Marvin Lewis there, and I'm thinking right. he may be on the hot seat especially if he doesn't make the playoffs this year. Um, one yeah. of the things I think that has hurt them over the past 
from last year and this year is the loss of, uh, oddly enough, of Jay Gruden. Um, that offense has decided to be more of a run-oriented offense with him being gone. And um, I forget what the brother's name is. That's now the O coordinator there in Cincinnati. But um, oh, talking about, the, uh, I know you're talking about. Uh, God, his name escapes me. Oh, he used to coach the Raiders. I, I know you're talking. Yeah, about. I, 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 I forget what his name is too. But they have a lot of talent at that running back spot, of course, with Jeremy oh, Hill yeah, and do. Giovanni Bernard, and then of course they have Marvin Jones out out there outside, well, opposite of my main man. Uh, straight out of Sunnyvale, South Carolina, A.J. Green. But Andy Dalton is another one of those guys, you know, the, the, the way that the offense has been called last year, and I'm, I'm looking for it to be rather similar again this year. They weren't relying mm-hmm. on his arm, and, and, and he's just been slowly um, regressing. So I think that's one of the things that, that's, that's also going to hurt this Bengals team, which is going to keep them out of the playoffs. But yeah, right. I, I don't. I don't know if I agree with you in terms of how bad that Steelers defense is. I'm thinking maybe it's just that they're young and and we don't know anything about them as of yet. So it, okay. it was, I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to see how they look the first four games. This first game, of course, against New England is going to be a test. A test they'll probably end up getting they're a flag get on. Oh they're yeah, gonna get, they're going to get slaughtered. They're going to get but I want to see how they how they look within that first four. Get a little bit better. I can see them making the playoffs, which I actually have them making the playoffs um, at the end of the year. And of course, Baltimore they they lose some pieces. They lose Nada. Um, yeah. But they 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 That's they're looking for um, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy uh, Tannigan? Is that what his name is? He was he Kirk, was in the rotation a little Kirk. bit. Yeah, Jimmy Kerrigan, he was in the rotation a little bit last year on the D-line. Mm-hmm. And then you have the uh, addition of one of the quote-unquote quarterback whispers and Mark Tressman going to Baltimore to be the O.C. And it's a possibility that Joe Flacco passes for 4,000 yards. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But the thing is, I, I still want to – I still question whether or not Justin Forsett can surprise the league the, the way he did last year. Right, and he's if not he does, anybody this year. You know, if he does, if he's able to get 1,200, that'll be fantastic for him. If he can't get over a G, it's going to be a problem for that offense. But I, I expect him to, to, to be able to, 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 to win the division. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I, it's, it's funny. I mean, Baltimore, those guys just keep coming, man. They, yeah. they just keep coming. I mean, it, it doesn't matter – who the person with the personnel is, as long as Ozzie Newsom, as long as that brother is still running things in the front office, you can't count those cats out any year. I mean, I don't care anybody says they, they Every sure, year they I, count I them out. Every year, every year. But, you know, even though I tease, like, Ravens fans about wanting to be like Pittsburgh in terms of, like, how they do the draft and how they set up the personnel, they just been doing it and doing it and doing it well for the past, over the past several seasons. And you got yeah. that dude, and it also helps that you have a head coach who can kick some ass. And John Harbaugh, exactly. you see how good a shape that dude is? <laughs> that dude is 51 years old and can bench press my house. That's how, that's how, that's how bad he is. <laughs> that is how awesome he is. I mean, I, I, won't pick a, I wouldn't pick a fight with him. Hey, 
I, 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 I might bust him in his head from behind. You know, I might catch him that way. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have the best tennis dress in the in the world to avoid that cat. That that cat looks like he'll run you down and pound your head in the pavement, like ghetto boy style. So, <laughs> you know, that's how, <laughs> that's how I look at it, man. Okay, let's go from the one of the best, two best divisions in the AFC to the absolute worst, the AFC South. Oh, it's yeah, dude. The Colts could moonwalk their way to the division. It's not even worth previewing. I mean, it's might as well you might as well throw the other three teams, Houston, Jacksonville, and Tennessee, into a hat and pull one out. That's how bad. I don't think it's that bad, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. I do. Maybe Houston will probably finish eight and eight. Maybe. They still, I mean, the same thing with the uh, with the Jets, same thing with, yeah. the, deal with the Browns, and kind of the same deal with the Buffalo Bills. I love their defense. Okay. I love J.J. Watt. I love what uh, Davey and Clowney may have made, I mm-hmm. do. But I hate their offense. I mean, <laughs> how are they going to score points? How no Arian Foster for a while, and the, the QB situation. <laughs> I don't trust. Yeah. Right. Then you got, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. So, yeah. Right. But do you really trust Brian Hoyer would get to the ball consistently? I mean, uh, I, no. No, I exactly. don't. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> this may be the – this may be – I think the coach may say the record for most point differential within divisional games. Yeah, I mean, I don't see – any of three squads putting up a prayer against any game this year against the Colts. I just don't see it, dude. I mean, it's like no. no. If they, if the Colts don't go six and zero against the AFC South, something's wrong. Something's really, 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 really wrong. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's like the coach should the coach should win at least twelve games just by playing that bad division alone. True. Uh, <laughs> Very true. So, and, and, and and the improvements that they've made on both sides of the ball were were, okay. were very intriguing to me. And the hmm. fact it, it shows me that they know that, of course, we don't need to focus on our division. We need to focus right. on New England, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, uh, Denver. And, right. and, and that's who we need to beat. We don't even need to worry about Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee anymore, just – Worry about the, the top dogs in the conference. Exactly. So, and they like, finally got cares, a running right? back that can run the ball. Yeah, Gore, and and another wide receiver, and who's going to be very motivated by the way, and Andre Johnson. So, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wrap of the NFC South. So that was a pretty easy division to preview. So moving right along to the NFC <laughs> West, um, I think. Well, this is Joe Denver's division. I think the window is vastly closing. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the actual gap is closing, excuse me, between Denver and the rest of the division. I mean, I, Kansas City is going to be very improved, Yeah, very much improved. I think San Diego is like the exact opposite of the Jets, love their offense, hate their defense. Um, but but they still, as long as they have Phillip Rivers throwing, throwing the rock, they'll still at least eight games. So Very true. I think Kansas, I, I think Kansas City is well coached. You know, going back to Kansas City, I love what Andy Reid is doing. What Andy Reid is doing, um, mm-hmm. I love Jamal Charles. 
I love that defense. I like Alex Smith. They could easily challenge. I could easily see them challenging the uh, the uh, Broncos. I think the Broncos, you know, they had some roster turnover, but I still think they have that still have the hellified offense led by one Peyton Manning, of course, Demarius Thomas on the on, like on the outside as well as Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, mm-hmm. But who's the, I don't know who the running back is though. How they what's it's, the running? It's C.J. Anderson. But the thing is this, we all know over the past almost 10, 15 years, Denver has a thing where they have a revolving door at running back. And C.J. Anderson was the winner of the revolving door last year. Will it be another situation right. where he's capable of holding on to that spot this year? And, I mean, he, he had a great year. I think he had over 1,200 yards last year. Will he be able to, to keep it up this year? Especially – yeah. But the, the thing that I don't want to wish on him is bad health because, of course, that's been the issue for Denver running backs is, is injury and then the next guy comes in and then he performs phenomenally. But, of course, you know, right. um, it's just been uh, a situation up there in Mile High that that's what's been going on. And then and, and we'll see whether or not C.J. Anderson can hold on because I, I truly believe they're going to ride their running back this year a lot more than what they've done in previous years because, of course, Peyton's getting older, and, and he's been throwing some ducks, uh, according to some people. And, and we'll, 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 I'm guessing they want to go ahead and, and let him rest their arm a little bit until the end of the season and, of course, when they get into the playoffs. But I completely agree yeah. with you with Kansas City, but my concerns are, you know, every second, third <clears throat> year, Jamal Charles has a, a problem. It's that time again. Will he be able to stay healthy the entire year? They still, without Eric Berry, of course, with him and his cancer situation, Derek Johnson right. tearing his yeah, ACL, he comes back this year. Will he be 100% or no? Um, Dontari uh, Poe, uh, he comes back uh, about a week or two within the, uh, within the season. And that defense yeah. was, 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 was real good, but will they be able to sustain that success this coming year, and you're right. I, I, I highly, I have to highly respect Andy Reid because of what he did while he was in the NFC East, especially with absolutely nothing in Alex Smith. My co-host over at CD Sports said that I hate Alex Smith. I don't hate him. I just dislike <laughs> his talent ability. I don't believe, you know, I, I'm still perplexed on how he's capable of of. of well, it's because, of course, the defenses that he has on, on the team with him, once in San Francisco and now in Kansas City, which keeps him afloat sure. in this league. But, you know, I guess once Robert Griffin becomes a free agent, he'll be going over to uh, to Andy in Kansas City and, and turning that Man. offense around a little bit. Wow. That's, 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 a, that, that's, that's a big shot. Uh, that, that's, 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 a, that's, that's another conversation for another day, but that's, that's one of the places I, I, I can see him working. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, yeah, we won't talk about Oakland. They're getting a little better. No, no we're not going to talk about so, that. The, the, the place yeah, where, exactly. running back, where running backs die, uh, that says a lot about Trent, uh, Richardson when you get cut by the Raiders. Um, yeah. And, 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 God, who else do they have back there? Uh, Latavius Murray, who's going to be the starter, this dude hasn't rushed over. Well, I mean, he hasn't had the opportunity to do so, but he hasn't rushed. Sure. To, he hasn't rushed over 500 yards in the season yet. Will this be his year? I oh, don't God. think so. 
But Derek yeah. Carr is a talented QB. He gets yes, um, he Amari Cooper out there to help him out. Um, and, of course, the world's worst wide receiver, and, and, and Michael Crabtree is going to be out there with him, too. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see how that offense um, gels. <laughs> but that defensive side of the ball, my God. And then playing, of course, in that division is, is another yeah. thorn in his yeah. eye as well. Yeah, so prayers, your prayers, prayers to them. Uh, so, let's, so, so, so move along from the NFC West to the NFC East. Your beloved, your beloved NFC East. Um, unfortunately, I have Dallas winning the chip again in the division. Um, I, I have Philly. It's kind of like a two-horse division right now. I have Philly coming in second. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I have them at. I think I have them at ten and six. Yeah, I got them at ten and six at Dallas at eleven and five. I think the Giants had so many injuries last season, and Peyton—I almost called him Peyton—Eli Manning had still threw over like almost four thousand yards. He still had threw for a lot of touchdowns, very few picks. He got hammered a lot, but yeah. he had a good statistical season. Odell Beckham Jr. is the man. Uh, <laughs> doing what he did in only twelve out of sixteen games. Plus, and I don't know who the health of the Cruz is, but if he comes back. Healthy, I think they're going to have a dynamic offense. In terms of the passing game, I just don't know who's going to run run the ball for him. And I don't know who's going to yeah. play defense either. Would it be JPP mm-hmm. and his in his nine and a half fingers? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Oh. But last but not least, yeah, I know your beloved Washington Redskins, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 I I you know what? I'm I'm going to break rank for a minute. I mean, I just think that, you know, things are so, they're so bleak. You know, sometimes you just want to pray. You know what I mean? Just, just pray for certain teams in this league whose organizations are in turmoil. Uh, you know what I mean? Because this is why we sing, brother. Wow. So, with RG3 on one and a half legs. <laughs> a coach who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Running the show. Uh, giving the, the eternal, the immortal Kirk Cousins the reins. Father Moore, Kirk, I mean, I'm sorry, one McCoy. I don't even know his first name. is not worth remembering, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, Colt. We, we, we all know Colt. Colt. Okay, there you go. His name is Texas. you know, and I feel really bad. The Sean Jackson and Pierre Garçon oh. wasting the talent with yeah. the immortal cousins trying to trying to give him the rock behind that revolving door of offensive line. Yeah. And we won't talk about that defense. Oh. So I I asked the football guy, please smile upon this organization. Please put some sense. <laughs> Into the brain of Danny Boy Snyder. Get him the hell out the room. And let Scott McClellan, or whoever the hell's going to run that franchise, whoever that coach is going to be. Because the fans, he's got some great fans in the D.C. area, Chocolate City. Please be with me, football guy. Please bless him. Please help me see my man Dwayne Nash through. Oh. And we ask you this, and the football guy's name, whoever it is, 
<laughs> amen and amen. All right. God bless. Well, first well. and foremost, we, we all know, especially here in D.C., the football god uh, is Joe Gibbs. We know this. We already know this. Oh, yes, he is. Right. Secondly, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to talk about a, a team who I still believe right now won't win more than five yeah. games, longer than five oh, minutes. Yeah. But Scott McCoon, <laughs> in my personal opinion, up until July, had well, yeah, yeah up until July had this team go, going in, in the actually up until early August had this team going in the right direction. I truly believe that this team was capable of winning six, maybe seven games this year because of the defense. And I and I was hoping, I was praying that maybe, <laughs> just maybe, Kirk Cousins comes in and becomes the starting quarterback. Now, that happened, but the defense, the defense is losing pieces. The the the, the thing that, that concerned me and the thing that would have been the biggest surprise for the defense would have been Junior Gillette. The addition of mm. Junior Gillette, opposite of uh, Ryan Kerrigan, would have been fantastic, along with the addition of Ricky Jean Francois. Uh, Got it. Uh, Porkchop Knighton, uh, <laughs> Stephen Pia. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Even though I'm not big pork on pork chops, chops. Uh, I, I'm, I'm right. going to be big on this dude clogging up the middle with my man, Big Swaggy, uh, uh, Chris Patrick, <laughs> and having that rotation right. on that defensive line. If if that D line is capable of getting pressure on the one gap scheme that they're going to run this year, it will be great because it's going to need to help out that secondary, which has a lot of question marks. God knows. They didn't look too good in, in the preseason, but Tulliver is a great tackling machine. I, I, I like Duke uh, Iannaccio, uh, 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 another tackling machine, but he tends to get beat in, in, in coverage. D'Angelo mm-hmm. and D'Angelo, uh, Bashar Breeland. I don't want to talk about this team anymore. I just know that <laughs> I believe that they were going in the right direction. But right. It, it just got real messy towards the last couple of weeks. And, that, and a, a caller into the local sports radio made a fantastic point. He was saying, how is it that this team continues to get so much attention with other teams in the division, like the Cowboys that, that pick up Lael Collins and, 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 and Greg Hardy and Dez Bryant going around beating on his mama, and, and, and you got <laughs> JPP blowing off his hand, and you've got – Chip Kelly potentially being called a racist, trading away his best players, but yet we're getting all the attention. Why are we getting the attention? We're the team that sucks in the in the division. Pay attention. Don't look over here. We're a dumpster fire. Look over there. Look over there where the talent is. Don't look over here. But that's that's the end of my irate. But I, I have to disagree with you. Okay. I, I need you to go down this road with me real quick, even though we just came off that tangent road. Dallas Cowboys record three years ago. Do you remember what it was? It was bad. Actually, it wasn't that I bad, think. but it was it, they, they underachieved. Eight they were eight. eight and eight. Yeah. The season after that, do you remember what their record was? Well, before last season, eight and eight. They were eight and eight. Last year, yeah. everyone expected them to be bad because the defense was bad, and people were saying they would be four and twelve, but they ended up right. being twelve and four. If you take those two numbers, you add them together, divide them by two, what do you get? Eight and eight. 
eight and eight. Dallas is going to be eight and eight again this year. <laughs> you gotta like the way I, I did that. Dallas is going to be yeah, eight and eight this like year, falling back to Philadelphia, who's probably going to win nine to ten games this year and win the division with the Giants being in third place. Eli, who you, you're right, oh my God, offensively last year, with him and that new crazy. offense being able to get the ball out quicker, and of course you got Odell Beckham Jr., which is going to be a great assistance to him as well. Mm-hmm. You have the question marks of who's going to be opposite of uh, of Beckham. Will it be Cruz? Will Randall finally step up? Everyone keeps talking about him being on the verge. This dude is always on the verge, but never ends up panning out. And then, of course, who's going to run the ball for them? That's why I have them in third place. That and because I don't think anybody else in the division can get any worse than my skins right now. But God knows mm. I'm hoping for a prayer and and and, and uh, you know we all know a broken clock is right at least twice a day. So right, we're, we're still cyborg. We're still cyborg. <laughs> well, you know, again, I, I I'm I'm I know a lot of Redskins fans personally. Uh, I have yeah. a brother-in-law who's a Redskins fan. My father's Smart a Redskins man. fan. You know, yeah. it, it's just that you guys deserve better. But, you know, to your point, to your point, it may be coming soon, but, well, okay, I brought you a move by talking about something else. Let's go to the NFC North. Well, this is two, in my opinion. It's Green Bay's division. We're, I think we both will we'll agree on that. I think mm-hmm. that Minnesota is going to take a big step, not of a humongous step, but a big step to respectability. They have them at nine and seven, actually. Tied, mm-hmm. tied, tied with the Detroit Lions at nine and seven, and the Bears are like a, an afterthought. Um, I just never seen the go to the Bears for a minute. I, I hadn't seen a guy who could care less about anything else than Jay Cutler. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like I'm serious. I mean, he he, he doesn't smile. He just pokes. He just mopes and mopes around. Howdy. He smiled from ear to ear when he signed that contract, didn't he? That contract is oh, of course. So the of course. Bears are stuck with him for at least the next, I don't know, three, four seasons. And yeah. it just goes to show that even from this Vanderbilt days, he just never cared. I mean, in Denver, he never really cared. So, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, not almost, we are watching this generation's Jeff George. This is wow. this, this generation's Jeff George. Because if you remember, we're both on the same age. Remember how little mm-hmm. Jeff George gave a damn, even though he had oh, all God, the talent yeah. in the world. Yeah, I mean, just like Don't Con remember, has remember all the talent in the world. He was for a little bit too. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, again, a Raider, a Falcon. Yeah, you know, he had good years with the Raiders and the Falcons. Yeah, and the Colts too. Yeah, I mean, it's just that he just doesn't give a damn, and he didn't give yeah. a damn, and I, Jay Cutler doesn't give a damn, and it's sad. It's sad, but I, 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 I think. That going go, like going going to uh, Detroit now. I know I'm hopping all around, but I'm kind of worried for Jeff Caldwell, not Jeff Caldwell, but uh, Jim Caldwell, uh, the mm-hmm. coach, um, because he's a he's a good guy. I, I, like I actually met him at an analytics conference in Boston a few years ago, where he was a coach coach of the Colts. Very good, mm-hmm. guy. very 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 good brother. But I, I think that. I, I think Detroit's window is about closed shut. Is a is almost closed shut. Um, yeah. And you know it's a shame because they're so talented offensively with Matt St- Matthew Stafford and Megatron himself, Calvin Johnson. But 
they, they they lost a stud on defense in the Duncan Sue. I'm mm-hmm. not sure they'll be able to stop anybody next year. And I think they peaked last year, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think that window's about to be closed shut, and I think the Vikings are going to be on the verge of passing the next season. So, mm-hmm. so what do you think about all that? Well, we, we all I mean, know I'm who's going to win the division. Right. Yeah. Oh, of course. We all we all know who's going to win the division. That's and we don't even yeah. really have to. It, they know they're going to win the division. They didn't even make any moves in free agency this past off season. None. Mm. And and then you, 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 I mean, they 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 lose a couple of players. They lose AJ Hawk. Um, they lose uh 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 uh, uh God, what's the receiver's name? I I see his face. Jordy I can't remember what. It, Jordy, they, they lose Jordy Nelson. All that means is yeah. next man up. Because just about three, four years ago, we were like, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, yeah. who are they? And now it's right. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. We know who they are. So next man up, it'll probably end up being Devontae Adams. Um, and plus, Eddie Lacy uh, will probably end up getting a little bit more attention as well, which would be great for him. Um like I said, we already know Packers win the division. Uh, yeah. I got Detroit coming in a second. I completely agree mm-hmm. with you that window is closing, and I think they're jumping for that closing window just one last time. I completely – I do not realize that Matthew Stafford did not throw the ball for more than 3,000 yards last year. He threw it for under 3,000 yeah. yards last year. Mm. I didn't realize yeah. that either. It, it, was, it was a shock. But you know, I mean, they have they have the, the talent on 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 the offensive side with the skill position, of course, with Golden Tate, with uh, Ebron, Megatron, um, Abdullah, who everyone loves. The question on offense, of course, is the O line, which which uh, gave up a, a ton of sacks last year, and, and wasn't that great, um, helping out with the run. And then, of course, you know, you, they lose Ferry, uh, uh, Fairly, they lose Sue. And this is a defense that people thought was bad two years ago because of the secondary. Now, imagine that horrible secondary with no pass rush. And we got this here, mm. Detroit Lions. But I think right. they go ahead and, and pay a little bit more attention to the offense. The offensive surge will be able to push them a little bit further, in my personal opinion, than uh, Minnesota, even though Minnesota does get Purple Jesus back this year. And, and any team with Purple Jesus – makes you just that much more of a contender. <laughs> and then right. Teddy Bridgewater gets a little bit better um, this this past year, going into this year. Charles Johnson, we'll see if he's able to take that next step. Um, and then, of course, Chicago. Chicago, we don't recognize that defense at all whatsoever. Um, all of the main guys who was once there are now all gone. Um, they do still have Matt Forte on the offensive side of the ball. But Alshon um, Jeffries is going to be out for a couple of weeks. And with no Brandon Marshall, yeah, it's going to be a little tough for this uh, coming up this uh, 2015 season. Yeah, yeah, I feel on that. So moving right along to what I think is one of the second best divisions in football, the NFC West. I still think the Seattle division to, to lose. I think we'll both agree there. Yeah. I, I, and I think we'll probably agree all four, four, four teams. Actually, I have Arizona coming in second. I got St. Louis mm-hmm. coming in third, and I have San Fran bringing it up, up the rear. What in the hell was Jet York thinking to get rid of Jim Harbaugh? 
I would never know why he would do that. I don't know why he would get rid of a coach that turns his team around, his franchise around, just because he can get along with the egomaniac, the egomaniac of a general manager, Trent Balky. But that's not mm-hmm. there. I guess Jed Nook will learn the hard way once again. But of course, you know, yeah, he's going to learn the hard way once uh, once again, which is too bad because another that's another franchise with good fans in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But I, I have. It wouldn't surprise me if the soon-to-be Los Angeles Rams finish over 500, especially if Nick Foles plays well this season. Because again, just like the Jets and the Browns, I love the uh, I'm sorry, I love the Rams defense. Love that their front seven. Love the front seven. Hate their offense. Mm-hmm. But if if Nick Foles could give them something, and if um, and, and if that rookie from 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 Georgia. Uh, Todd Gurley, if he comes back uh-huh. healthy, like in the middle of the season, to go with uh, 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 that 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 wide receiver in return, man, I forget his name, but they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're going to be yeah. one one of those teams that that's not going to be an easy out. And again, for Arizona, love their defense, hate their offense. Not oh. a big fan of Carson Palmer. I respect them in terms of him trying to get you know getting back. To having a uh, productive career after his reconstructed knee surgery years ago, mm-hmm. but unless Seattle falls on their faces, becomes totally complacent, this is their division to take home again. True, very true. Completely agree with you. Um, the thing, though, well, I'll say that for later. Um, in, in terms of the holes that I see with Seattle, but yeah, I completely agree with you. Seattle, Arizona, um, St. Louis. And, and and San Francisco. The thing about St. Louis, St. Louis yes. is one of those teams that everyone likes to talk about. St. Louis is that team that everyone always thinks is about to take their next step, but they never really do. They still need a little bit more talent on that offensive side of the ball, like you said. I think Nick Foles, well, Nick Foles, I'm sorry, um, is that mm-hmm. boost, that quarterback that they're going to need, but I still think they need a couple more guys at the skill position if uh, Todd Gurley can come back 100%, they still need another guy at that receiver spot. And, and we'll see yeah, whether or not uh, some of these young guys can actually pan out for them. Totally agree. Totally agree. St. Louis, honestly, is one – they don't even have to be spectacular. One, like, even, like, above – slightly above average offense away for being a division contender and a playoff mm-hmm. contender in the NFC. That, that defense yeah. is that special. It really mm-hmm. is. The last – but certainly least, <laughs> the NFC South. <laughs> if any division can be worse than the AFC South, is this division. I mean, no one finished above 500 last year. I don't think they're going to have many above 500 this year. But I do have a twist. We may disagree on this division because all four teams are suspect. But I yep. think the least suspect of them all are the New Orleans Saints. I think the mm. Saints, they have sustained so many injuries on the defense side of the ball last season. Offensively, they weren't they weren't clicking. I think they had a lot of chemistry issues. I think mm-hmm. shipping Jimmy Jimmy Graham out of town to Seattle of all places. I, I was told from Saints fans that that could be a addition of our subtraction because he was part of mm-hmm. the chemistry issues last season. Um, and plus, they get a lot of defenders back, and they, and most of all, they brought it, they they brought in Brandon Brown from New England. Brandon Brown is mm-hmm. involved. Yeah, he's one of the most respected cats in the league, and I don't I don't think guys in the New Orleans locker room, especially on the defensive side of the ball, is going to run a foul 
of Brandon Browner. <laughs> That's a bad boy right there. <laughs> and plus, I think that, I mean, it's one coach, one thing about Sean Payton, you don't want to mess with him when he's out there, he's coming come for a bad year. He's going to be crazy motivated. I think Trubia is going to be motivated to right or wrong. And I think mm-hmm. they're going to win nine games. Like, he's still mm-hmm. going nine and seven this year. Um, so, again, they'll have all the defenders back, and plus a good the, the aforementioned new face in uh, Brandon Brown, which I think is going to be huge on right, defense. Um, and also, never disrespect Rob Ryan, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> that combination of Rob Ryan and, um, and, and Peyton, they're going to make, uh, make, uh, make a few rights from the run that was last season. And as far as the rest of the division, I mean, hell, all four teams have question marks, dude, major mm-hmm. question marks. Except that the Falcons refuse to play defense, yeah, and the Panthers refuse to field an offense around Cam Newton, and maybe Greg Olson as well. I I, I never understand. I, I just can't. I don't understand it. Why they won't? I mean, a great offense around this dude. Do they really want to get him killed? Do they really want Cam Newton to like break his limbs trying to make some out of nothing? Trying to have to do it all yeah. himself again. At least he has Greg Olson. Thank God for that. If he didn't have Greg Olson to get the ball to, who is he going to throw the ball to? I mean, Calvin Benjamin's out for the, like, for the year with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. He inexplicably shipped Steve Smith Sr. out of town last season, which I yeah. still bothers my mind why, 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 why Gettleman, the GM, decided to do that. His ass should be on the, on the line as well. But on exactly. as well. But I, I think that – I think that the GM has sabotaged Cam Newton in the offense as well as the coach Ron Rivera, and you know I hope that I hope that Jerry Richardson, the owner, realizes that and does not can uh, Rivera because I think he's a good coach. He's not a great coach, but I think he's a good coach. His players love him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's only going to get better. He just needs more talent around Cam Newton in that offense because defensively they're stout. They just need yeah. an offense. And last but not least, Tampa. I think eventually um, James Winston is going to be a good quarterback, as well as, believe it or not, Marcus Mariota. I think Marcus Mariota in Tennessee is going to be good. But which, by the way, how's that for how's that for opening week matchup? Tampa holds wow. Tennessee. There's two this top going to be very interesting. At it. It, it either is going to be very, very explosive offensively, or it's going to it's going to be a nine to six game. I think it's the latter. I think it's the latter. I think the latter is going to have to. I think they're just going to just fly out suck this year. Uh, yeah, that's just me. But it's going to be interesting nonetheless. But I mean, Jameis Winston. He's he's for all for all intents purposes, for what I've heard and read, he's 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 he's, he's trying to be a good leader. He's, mm-hmm. He has a high football IQ. It's just the offensive line is going to get him killed. So. um you know, I, I just don't see it happening for him in the, in the next few seasons. But, again, the future's bright with with, with with him in the center in Tampa. But it won't be anytime mm-hmm. soon. So, getting yeah. to the overall view of things, we already went over our division winners in both conferences. Mm-hmm. In the AFC, my wild cards are Pittsburgh. And I taught myself into giving Miami a shot. Again, because mm-hmm. Miami has the first – the first half of the schedule is, 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 is cake – and meanwhile, Cincinnati still needs a heart transplant. So until that happens, I'm going with Pittsburgh and Miami. 
Um, Indianapolis, believe it or not, winning the conference, winning the AFC this year. I think this is Andrew Luck's time. Um, in the NFC, we all know who the division champs are, but mm-hmm. the wild card is going to be Philly and Arizona. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I think, I think Chip Kelly gets them back to the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win a game in the playoffs, but I think he gets them back to the playoffs. And the conference champs going to be Seattle until further notice. I don't see. Make, the only team that could challenge Seattle is Dallas because they have the offensive line. They can like they have weapons galore. Of course, you know Tony Romo, Jason Witten, Old Faithful himself, uh, Des Bryant, and it's just who. If they have a running game, they might have a better shot against Seattle. But I don't see it. So I have Seattle, Indianapolis in the championship in the Super Bowl Fifty. And I got Seattle winning the chip this year. What say you, brother? Well, it's I don't know if I'm going to call it weird, but we we agree on a lot. The, the, okay. There are things we don't agree on. Uh, you had Pittsburgh and Miami as your wild cards in the AFC. I have Pittsburgh and the Never Say Die San Diego Chargers as my wild mm. card. Mm. And I I have uh, my number one seed, the Indianapolis Colts, winning the AFC yep. this year. And yep. um, in the too. NFC, you know, you had – uh, who was that again as your wild card teams? Oh, I have Philly and, and Arizona. You have Philly and Arizona. I had Philly and New Orleans as my wild card teams with Carolina winning the NFC South. Wow. Got two teams yes. with NFC South in it. Wow. Yes. yes. I, 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 I believe in New Orleans taking a step further than what they did last year in terms of getting better. The thing that they're going to do a little bit more that they that they, that they haven't done in past years is run the ball, mm-hmm. and why not? They have one of the top ten uh, O-lines in the league. The addition of Max Unger solidifies that mm-hmm. O-line, makes them that much mm-hmm. better, and, and it's going to open up a lot of lanes for uh, Mark Ingram to, to, to run rim shots and then who's the, uh, the the speedy scat back that they, they got to out of the backfield with them uh, this year as well? I can't remember who uh, it is because Foles is I, gone. I don't remember his name. I know you're talking but, about, though. I don't remember his name. But right quick, though, so what gives Carolina the edge? Um, The defense. I, I, I like okay. their defense uh, a lot more than I like New Orleans' defense. And for whatever reason, Cam just uh, – I don't know how he does it. But he does it, and, and and even with the injuries to, to, to Benjamin and Funches not being 100%, I think he comes in somewhere halfway through the season. If he can come in and be a little bit of, a little bit productive, uh, gosh, as Philly Brown and Ted Ginn Jr. as their starting receivers right now, of course, is not going to cut it. But they just it, it looks like the trio of Olsen, Newton. And, and 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 D'Angelo are, are going to be able to carry this team, I think, to another division championship. Mm. But mm. I got mm-hmm. the, and the third thing I disagree with you with is who I have as my representative from the NFC, which is going to be the Green Bay Packers. I think they finally go in. I, I had Green Bay going into Seattle and beating them last year, which almost happened. Yeah, I got them it going into Seattle and doing it. It should have happened. I got them going in and doing it this year. The, the loss of Max Unger, 
I truly believe is going to hurt that run game for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, not just both, but for uh, Marshawn Lynch, Fred Jackson, and for um, Russell Wilson. They always say mm. team strength should always come up the middle. We already know that they're stout at the quarterback spot. We already know that they're stout at middle linebacker. We already know that they're stout at safety. It's that center position on the old line, which is a question mark to me now. We'll see whether or not this guy can step up and, and, and continue to carry uh, the Seattle old line to what they're capable of doing in the run game. But I don't think they can do it. That's why I got Green Bay going to meet Indianapolis in Super Bowl 50. And I have Andrew Luck winning the Super Bowl, making Robert Griffin look that much worse this season. The big people (laughs) wonder what in the world happened with that top five picks in the 2012 draft. It was like Andrew Luck in the rest of the world. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking, how do you deny? Well, there are many ways in which it can happen because, of course, you can never say die with New England, but I, I still feel as though that they may lose to uh, Baltimore in the um, yeah. in the second round of the playoffs. But even still, you, you give Andrew Luck talent with Andre Johnson, Frank Gore, the defense gets better, and, and they also get Robert Mathis back. This team, I, I, yep. I think, is destined to win the Super Bowl this year. Wow. And remember, wow. I was the one yep. who came on your show last year and predicted mm-hmm. that New England would win the Super Bowl and gave you the score the yes, week before. Did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I know a little bit. Yes, I know a little did, bit. Nancy Dallas knows a little bit. I know a little bit. Nastro Thomas. Here's Negro Thomas. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, man. Thanks a lot for, for, for like, doing the show notes, man. This was great. And this should be fun. This should be a fun-ass season. I know you'll uh-huh. be looking forward to it. I'll be looking of forward to it. Let's go, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. No diggity, man. I'll hustle you later on. Take it easy. All right. Peace out. That's my man, Dwayne Nash. Doing his thing as usual. And pre helping him break down the twenty fifteen NFL season. But I tell you what, man, this is gonna be one hell of a year. Lots of question marks, lots of typical like potential surprises. You know, mainly how will Tom Brady wreck like bring like bring his wrath all over the NFL? I still think this is Angela's time. To skip Bayless chagrin from his being first take, I think Andrew Luck would do it this year, but he's going to come out short in the Super Bowl. But at any rate, this is Scott Burks. Thanks for listening to Clown Hour. Take care. 06 night.